Hey guys, Travis here from Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW Podcast. Uh, letting you know that this episode is a very special episode. Uh, you're going to hear an interview that uh, my co-host, Dally, did with uh, one of SCW's rising stars, Adam Cage. Uh, they're going to talk about his history, uh, everything from the beginnings of his career uh, up until this point. And uh, they're going to cover everything. Uh, she sat down with him. Did the interview on her own, um, and she fucking crushed it. Um, so this episode is going to be a little bit longer because this is a full base interview uh, episode, and we wanted to make sure uh, Dally got everything covered in Adam Cage's career. Uh, before we dive into it, though, I just want to remind all of you that this episode of Just Freakin' Wrestling is brought to you by CarterComics.com. Now, if you're a big comic book collector and you want to find a place where you can go to grow your collection or even start a collection, go to CarterComics.com. They cover everything from graded comics of 9.6, 9.7, 9.8, uh, to even raw, uh, ready-to-read, just loose comic books. Uh, go to CarterComics.com and you can fill your cart up there at their website. Or if you're a big fan of the bidding on eBay, they have four different accounts that you can check out as well. And that's at the bottom of their homepage at CarterComics.com. Make sure you sign up for the Carter Comic Club. Fill up your cart. Use the code FREAKNET or JFW uh, in the shipping comments of your order. And I'll save you 10% on your uh, entire purchase. Again, guys, CarterComics.com. Proud sponsor of Just Freak Wrestling, and now we're going to dive in to the interview with Adam Cage. It's time! It's time! It's JFW Alright guys, welcome to another episode of JFW, the Just Freaking Wrestling Podcast. I'm Dally, and today I'm sitting down with my good longtime friend, Adam Cage. Thank you for sitting down with me and doing this podcast with me. Yeah, no problem, no problem. Thanks for having me on. We're going to get into almost basically everything, starting from the beginning of his career all the way to today. Okay. So it'll be, a, it'll, be a, it'll be a treat for the fans at home. Don't get to really see that side of you. Well, you know me. I'm an open book, so I'll, I'll talk about anything. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I've been watching you wrestle for, what, seven, eight years now? Oh, Something man. like that? Yeah, it's been about, yeah, about eight and a half, probably. Almost, yeah, almost nine. Yeah, so, yeah. we're getting old. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel old, trust me. So the first time you wrestled, it was in CSW. It was up in Chicago. Um, yep. mm-hmm. where did you first start training? Like, how did you start off in the business? Like, how, who would you reach out to? What, how old were you? All that. Uh, well, I'll start off by saying, like, as far as, like, becoming a fan, I mean, I've, I've been a fan as long as I can remember, honestly. Like, it's, uh. Since, like, childhood? Yeah, pretty much. Like, you know, my mom. Or if you're like me, you were born into it. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it was kind of different, though, because no, nobody in my family was, like, you know, in the business, it was just, you know, my mom was like a really big fan of it. Like, you know, like we had like, so old, like you just saw it on TV and stuff and you just got hooked on it. Yeah. 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 I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I can't pinpoint like the time where it's like, Oh, Hey, this was my first match that I watched. But 
um, my mom used to have like the old like VHS tapes that she used to record, like the old Summer Slams and you know all that stuff. But um, so good yeah. old days. Yeah. <laughs> you had to record it on the VHS tapes. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's like um, yeah. So like that's pretty much my introduction into it. But as far as like you know training and getting into it and stuff like that, I was. I was 18 years old. I just graduated high school and, um, I just got, uh, my first job, um, working on an assembly line, um, uh, making, basically making the car seats for Ford and stuff like that. So, um, a couple weeks into that, I was like, I thought about it. I was like, you know what? I could probably maybe afford training depending on how much it is and stuff like that. So you knew, you knew before you started that this something I wanted, oh, you dude. wanted to do. Oh, dude, like, I, I basically figured it out when I was, like, four years old. That, I can tell you. I was about four years old, because I remember telling my mom that, you know, hey, I want to be a wrestler type type thing. And she's like, y- you could be whatever you want, honey, type freaking thing. And she probably just blew it off. Cause it's it's like, just oh. a phase, honey. It's just yeah, a yeah, phase. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. She probably <laughs> thinks that she'll probably want to be, like, a garbage man in, like, two years, you know. But, um... But, no, so, um, I figured out, I was like, okay, I could probably, like, afford training and stuff like that, so... Um, I grew up in Windy City, so um, I, I was familiar with, like, guys from Windy City Pro Wrestling and stuff. You was, went to some of the shows growing up? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The old the old, uh, the old, old studio in Slag Valley and stuff. I'm like, I was there. I was, I was there front row. <laughs> I was at Battle of the Belts, Hammond, Indiana. You know, I was there. Um, you know, you know, we could have been in the same building at the same time. We didn't even know it. Probably. Because you know, <laughs> one of those shows – one of the shows I um, – one of those Southland shows, I was wearing my, um, I was wearing my Battle of the Belts 2000 shirt. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And I was, yeah. there, like, I was there, and I think you said you were probably there too, but you're a couple years younger than me anyway, but, um, but no, anyway, so, like, I, I, I messaged Steve Boz, and I was like, hey, you know, I obviously introduced myself and basically told him, like, hey, you know, I, you know, I want to be a wrestler type, type deal and stuff. I was like, how much would you, you know, charge? for me to train and stuff. And he goes, um, uh, well, it, it, first he asked what my work schedule was because I was on nights at the time. So it was like 6 PM to 6 AM. It was brutal. But, um, so I told him what my schedule was and stuff like that. And he's like, here, I will train you on the weekends. I think it was, I think it was early Saturday morning. If I'm correct, it was early Saturday mornings and I will charge you 20 bucks a session. So I was like, freaking sweet. I was like, all right, cool. Like, I'll do that. And um, <laughs> I remember the first day uh, that I showed up to uh, <laughs> where where he was, where he had his ring and stuff. I just got off work. I happened to get off work early that day. I think it was like five o'clock, five thirty in the morning. And um, I picked up my ex girlfriend and stuff. And we when we drove there, and I sat in the car. Literally, I got there so early, it was ridiculous. Like that's how amped up I was. <laughs> I think I didn't have to be there. I think until, everyone gets there a little early sometimes. <laughs> yeah, like, I I don't think I had I don't think I had to be there until like nine, I think nine nine o'clock in the morning or something like that. And I think I I know up. when I trained, I like to go there just to like get all my stuff on and stretch and all that shit first. Well, so. no, that wasn't that wasn't my thing. Like he wasn't even there yet. You like, were just I, in the parking lot chilling. <laughs> I I wasn't even in the parking lot. Like I was like a block down because I didn't want to seem like that freaking crazy, you know. <laughs> that crazy Mark guy that thinks he wants to be in the freaking business type thing, you know? But, uh, yeah, I don't think I had to be there until like nine o'clock and I was there at like seven thirty. <laughs> so, so I'm sitting in my 
what was that? I think it was a 1996 Cutlass Oldsmobile. <laughs> it was a very, very compact car for for a guy my size because I'm like, I'm not short. Oh, and mind you, at this time he was a lot smaller too. <laughs> I was very small. Oh God, how much did I weigh then? I think I weighed like maybe 140 pounds, 140 pounds at least. Um, so yeah, I'm sitting in the freaking car with my girlfriend, with my ex-girlfriend, and she's, you know, she's like, you know, did we have to show up? Did we have to show up this early? I was like, no, but I'm like, I'm nervous <laughs> type thing. So finally, nine o'clock rolls around, and you know, I meet Steve for the first. time. Did you time. live close to there? No, I lived on the south side. So. I lived on the south side of Chicago all my life. Um, so basically where, uh, where he had his ring was, it was called the worked out studio because I, he had like a little gym there and he was like a personal trainer thing type deal thing. Um, so from my house to there, it was probably like, uh, 45 minute drive if traffic was good, you know, so, um, so, yeah, so, like, days I didn't have to work and stuff, I definitely had to wake up early to get there because traffic, I mean, as you know, driving, because it was past downtown. So, mm-hmm. obviously, traffic downtown Chicago is, like, very, very, you know, efficient. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but, um, no, but anyway, so, like, you know, I met Steve for the first time. He was super cool and stuff, and, you know, um, my first day of training, I – Man, it was it was a little rough. I'm not gonna lie to you because obviously I didn't know anything about anything. Were you in sports at all before this? Like, were you in any athletic yeah. activities? Yeah, yeah. I played I played baseball. Um, I played a little bit of football, basketball. I I did a little bit of hockey, but um, but baseball was like my 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 shtick, I guess. You know, I mean, I wasn't any good at it as far as like hitting goes, but I was a damn good third baseman. <laughs> I'll tell you that, but uh, but yeah, I had a little bit of sports of background and stuff like that, and um, you know, like I said, I, I I was an athlete, but I didn't realize, you know, there's a difference between being in shape and being in in ring shape, mm-hmm. and I learned that like real quick because you know, running the ropes and stuff like that. I mean, it's just, you know, I think. Something you have to get used to. Your body has to get used to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he kind of, like, eased me into running in the ropes and stuff like that because he kind of gave me, like, a heads up already, you know, because he was like, you know, it's a difference. I was like, okay, whatever, dude, you know. And then I started running him, and I was, like, blown up within, like, five seconds. Mm -hmm. So I think think the second day that I actually ran the ropes, I actually puked because he he actually had me, like, run the ropes. Like, I had the welt on my back. You know, and like it was, it was, it was rough. It was rough. And then the ring that I trained in too was like, was the old Windy City ring. So it was like plywood. It was, it was rough. Like learning to bump. A bit used. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like taking bumps in that freaking ring, man. It was like, I, I don't miss it. (laughs) But at the same time, I'm glad I learned in that, in that ring because it prepared me for, you know, and then when you and then when you got a ring that was new and had more padding, it was like heaven. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's what that's what I'm saying. Like I'm grateful for actually learning and like you were prepared to, for the worst. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm thinking like my first show, I'm thinking like it's gonna be like this freaking ring, and then I was like, oh, cool. You know, I mean, it's still it's still stiff, and it, you know, it doesn't feel good by any means, but you know, it was it was better than the ring I trained in. That's for sure. <laughs> 
So who, like, you said you got into wrestling when you were a child watching on TV or whatever. Who were some of your, like, the main guys that stuck out to you? Like, who was, like, the guy you looked up to? Like, your idol, so to say. Yeah, so it's funny because, you know, I'm 26 years old. So by the time, like, I remember, like, anything with, like, wrestling was, like, 98, 99. Mm -hmm. So obviously, you know, Stone Cold was one. You know, um, I was a big Stone Cold fan, like everything. Like, um, <laughs> basically, when I was a, when I was a kid, I wanted to be Stone Cold. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, like every, funny, funny, quick story about that. Um, so we actually came back from a Windy City show that night, and um, I don't know what I did, but my mom was like super like mad at me for something, and I hid underneath the kitchen table, and my mom was like you get out from under there and stuff. And I gave her the finger and <laughs> the only reason why I gave her the finger, because it was like, okay, Stone Cold does it. And mind you, I was like four years old. You yeah. Know? So, so yeah, so that's a testament of how much I wanted to be Stone Cold. Um, other wrestlers, as far as that goes, um, uh, Undertaker, um, Owen Hart was really big. I mean, even, even like later on, once I like started to like understand the business more and stuff like that, Owen Hart is like on the very, 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 very top of the list. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I would probably say that those guys, oh, and Bret Hart, obviously I can't, I can't forget Bret Hart. Um, but obviously those guys right there, uh, Stone Cold, Undertaker, Bret Hart, Owen Hart. I mean, you could even throw Shawn Michaels in there. I mean, those are the guys, you know, that I honestly looked up to and, like, I watched and I was like, that's what I want to do. Yeah, it's kind of, it's hard to answer them questions sometimes because even though, like, we're in our mid-20s or whatever, being around wrestling your whole life, it's like, you know all the history, you know what's happened in times that you didn't, you weren't even born yet. But, like, the only time that I really remember watching is probably, like, the Attitude Era. Right. That's, that's, that's another thing too. Like if I, like if I happen to run into people and stuff like that, that watched wrestling like pre-1995 when I was born and I tell them basically stuff that they were like, man, I don't even remember that. Like, how do you know, how old are you? And then like, I told, I tell them how old I am. I'm like, and they're like, how, like, how do you know that stuff? Yeah, there's always people that bring up guys, and I'm like, I don't know who that is. There's like someone from like the 80s or the early 90s. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like somebody, like I'll talk to, imagine like, okay, Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, um, like the Hulk big names. Carter. Obviously, we know all the history That's behind like, that, but like, like anything mentioned, little, mm-mm. right? And then that, like, I mentioned somebody like Rick Martel, and nobody knows who I'm talking about. I'm like, dude, you don't know who the the model Rick Martel was, you know, Strike Force when he was with Tito Santana. And stuff like that, like, people don't know that stuff. And then they're like, how do you know that stuff? Because that was, like, before you were born. I'm like, dude, and it's, I hate using this term because it's been used so many freaking times, but I'm a student of the game. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I wrestle, you know, that, that that's honestly my freaking passion. So, like, I I know everything about wrestling before I was born, and obviously I know about wrestling after I was born, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like, People kind of get caught off guard about like how much knowledge like I know, and it's like it, it, it's probably the same thing for like other guys my age. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you have to be in the business to understand and you know all that stuff. <laughs> so yeah, that, a yeah. wrestling fan is a different breed, man. I tell you. Oh, it is. I mean, that's that. Obviously, that's people, what I some people about. just don't get it. They don't get it. They're like, you like what? Why? Well, that's what that's why. <laughs> 
and I, it, it, it's like wrestling's a different a different thing on its own. You know what I mean? You either it, love it or you hate it. Yeah, because when I first started when I first started dating my wife, and I, I was like, oh hey, I'm a professional wrestler. He's like, oh like the TV stuff. I was like, yeah. And then, like, brought her a show and stuff like that, and, like, she understood nothing, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. nothing about the business. I mean, she's obviously smartened up now, but, um, but yeah, it, it, a wrestler, being a wrestler is a different breed. And another thing, too, being a wrestler's wife is a different freaking breed in itself also. So, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it, wrestling, the wrestling business, whether you're in the business being a wrestler or somehow, like, in the family or something, yeah. yeah. It's a different breed. You're a part of it, and then you it's like your play. lifestyle. It really is. It really, yeah, no, it, it is. It is, and it's just like that's what I'm saying. Is you can't once you're in, you're in. It's like there's no way out of it. Like even if you like hate it after a freaking while, it's just like okay, like I hate doing, I hate the business and stuff like that. It's like oh hey, can you make it to the show on you know whatever date? And it's like oh yeah, I'll be there. Uh-huh. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I have a weird question. Sure. Who is Kid Twist? Oh, man. Kid Twist from the streets of Southside Chicago, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, um, so, uh, Kid Twist, um, I can say a lot about Kid Twist. <laughs> <laughs> um, first and foremost, I mean, he's a young, naive kid. Um, uh, expected everything to be handed to him at that point, you know? Um, no, Kid Twist was my first, uh, was my first, uh, persona, if you How will. long, how, how long did you go as Kid Twist for? Exactly, like, a few years? Uh, basically, um, from when I started training, so basically 2013 till 2016, 2017, something like that. That, it was that long? Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a bit of a run. You know, um, yeah, yeah, man, I, it, it's like, I still have my old tights. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, yeah, like I said, Kid Twist, I mean, that's basically who he was, like, you know, a little punk kid from, you know, South Side of Chicago. That Did you kind of take, like, was that kind of like your personality as a teenager, putting it into a gimmick at that point? The way I grew up, um living on the south side of Chicago, I mean, yeah, that was, like, a big part of that character because, you know, like, the white dude that, you know, was from, you know, the rough side of town, you you know what I mean? You know, he thought he was, you know, hot shit, you know, when he when he really wasn't, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Um, he weighed the, hundred, the most 165 pounds, you know, um, it was just, you know, but yeah, at that time, that's who I was. You know what I'm saying? And it, 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 that's the other thing too. Like at the beginning of the, when you asked that question, I was like, you know, he was a, uh, you know. And you uh, know, the the fans that watch you today, it, you know? as Adam Cage, the fans that watch you now in Southland and anywhere, any all online and everything, they know you as Adam Cage. They were, they probably don't even realize that you had a different. Well, you, was, you wrestled for as long as you have. That was that was the other funny thing because yeah I've been wrestling for eight and a half years and I had a conversation with somebody at one of the recent Southland shows and stuff and um it it, it happened in passing like I mentioned that hey you know I, I wrestled here in you know 2014 and they were like really I don't remember you because and I'm like yeah and you also I, looked a lot different <laughs> yeah I was like I was like I'm not who I am now and I also 
way a lot more than what I did then, you know? And they're like, really? I'm like, who were you then? Like, you know, and stuff. If you weren't Adam Cage, I was like, I was Kid Twist. And then a light bulb went off, and I was like, oh, I remember you now. And I'm like, yeah, you do look different. And then I'm like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, completely, it's a completely different person character-wise, and it's also a completely different person personal-wise. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because when I was Kid Twist, I expected everything to be handed to me, you know, and it obviously it didn't work out that way. <laughs> when you were a kid, Twist, you were in a couple of tag teams, weren't you? I was in a few. Um, I had a lot of, I had a lot of tag partners, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to go back and think, I'm like, I know there, were, I know the main couple, but I'm like, I know he's had more. I just can't think of who they were. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, it, the, I, I, some of them I don't even remember. Like, the top ones that I remember is Magic Mike Wendorf, um, Pretty Boy Preston, JW Lovely, um. And you know, the up and down roller coaster with Mr. Bo, you know? Dude, <laughs> that, that, that's a whole. That's yes. A whole we'll get interview. into that. We'll get into that. Yeah, that's a whole <laughs> other interview in itself. Mm hmm. <laughs> so. You've worked with partners and you worked singles. Which one do you prefer? Like, does it depend, kind of? Um, not really. I mean, because, like, you know, either way, like, whether I'm in the tag or in a singles match and stuff, I'm going to the ring to whoop somebody's ass. So, I mean, no, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter to me, honestly. It's just, um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, there's no really, I mean, there's not really a way to. It really. I mean, it's just you know. Out of it, all your out of all your partners, did you have like one that you really liked working with the most? Like the one that you had that like connection with in the ring, you know? I hate saying it now uh, because of you know what happened and stuff like that. But honestly, my favorite tag partner was Bo Anderson. I uh, and it, it, it's the chemistry, just, you know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like me and Bo trained together. Mm-hmm. Stuff, you know, like he. I know him as much as he doesn't want to freaking admit it. I I know him and he knows me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like anytime we you tag. You have to read each other. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like anytime we tag together, I mean, we've tagged a few times. But, you know, it's like anytime we tag together, like I was there at the right spot. He was there at the right spot. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, honestly, probably him. I would probably say he's probably my favorite partner. So I hate saying that now, you know, because, you know. I mean, you did. I mean, it wasn't like you you turned your back on him or anything. It was all him, so. Uh, you know, <laughs> the funny thing is, it's like every time we tag together and stuff like that, he always um, had like a salty end to it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it wasn't me. It was always him. So, I, but, I mean, but, yeah, I mean, honestly, like I said, he's probably the guy that was – you know, my go-to if I needed a tag partner. I gotcha. So, uh, you, so you've been wrestling eight and a half, nine years, you said. Do you have, like, a specific moment up till now that you would say, like, is your most memorable moment in your career? Oh, there's a couple. Um, Obviously, your first match. Like, I remember everything about that day. Like, I remember... Who was your first match again, did you say? I'm sorry. It it depends. Uh, it, because I was involved in a battle royal for, like, the first time I was actually, like, in a ring. And then, the, like, a couple weeks later, I was in a tag match. So, it depends what, you know, depends what people want to know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I mean, I wouldn't really, I wouldn't really say battle royals are the first match. Eh, okay, fine. Then we'll talk about the tag match. But, I mean... I mean, uh, that's just my opinion. 
Well, yeah, but even so, like, I remember everything about both days. So the day with the tag match, it's like, I remember it was so, it was so dumb. Um, <laughs> so I knew ahead of time that I was going to be wrestling and stuff like that. And Steve comes, Steve Boz comes up to me and he goes, like, because I'm, I'm Irish and Slovakian, like, I am pale. Me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I, I am pale. Like there's no tan bone in my body. So he comes up to me and he goes, "You know, you're probably going to want to get a spray tan." <laughs> and I was like, "What for what?" And he's like, "Well, you know, a lot of these guys and stuff like that. You know, they're 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 you know they have tans and stuff. And you might want to get a spray tan." I was like, Okay, you know, so like I, uh, it, it, that was that training one day. So then I go home and I, you know, tell my my wife, well my girlfriend, but she's not my wife. But I tell her I was like, yeah. So I think I have to get a spray tan. And she literally busted out laughing. Yeah. And <laughs> like she's like, are you serious? And I was like, yeah, that's what he told me to do. So I was, so we, so she did all of it for me because obviously I have no idea how to freaking book a spray tan appointment, you know. So we get there and stuff, and I literally had it stripped down to my underwear and have this nice little lady spray me down. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I literally looked like a freaking skinny Oompa Loompa. And the day of the show, um, uh, I had it on my palms. <laughs> so the day, of, so the day of the show, I it, it was a really bad storm out that day. Like half the streets were like flooded and stuff, and I I texted Steve and I was like, hey man, like I'm gonna be late, and it, it was it was like, how late are you gonna be? I was like, I don't know. It depends how bad traffic is. So finally I get there, and I wasn't like super late, but I was later. I was late, uh, based on the time that I needed to be there. And um, I get there and I kind of have an idea of what I'm doing. And then he's like, "Oh, hey, you're going to be in a handicap and it's going to be a squash match." I'm like, "Okay, you know, I, I was I was mad, like I was super pissed, you know." And finally, stuff changed during the day because I think they realized like how pissed I was about it and stuff. And you know, we go out. Uh, me and Mike Wendorf, we both had the same first match. Um, we go out there and we wrestled this team from um, Tony Scarpone's freaking training school, which I, that was the first and last time I've ever seen them. And Tony Scarpone, that's a whole different freaking story. But yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, screw that guy. But anyway, um, yeah, so we get in there and the guy gives me a freaking backbreaker and like basically damn near breaks my back. <laughs> oh my god. You know? Yeah, it was it was it was bad. It was not it, the, the best first experience in the ring. Huh? Oh, the match, <laughs> the match itself. Like besides that, like the match itself was terrible. Like it was awful. And yeah, that was my first match. It was a stinker, and it was. Was, it was like bad. was it just a couple minutes? I don't remember how long it was. I, I mean, honestly, it was probably more or less like five, six, seven minutes. But honestly, being being in the ring and how bad it was going and stuff like it felt like a half hour. Like it was, it was terrible. It was <laughs> that match was. Oof. I have that match on DVD, and like every time I happen to run across it and watch it, I'm just like, God, man, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, and I was I, kid twist then too. I don't think I don't think anyone's first match is gonna go perfect. So no, I've seen people's first match go out good. I think it's honestly like the person you work with, but yeah, that's, that's my opinion. Yeah, for sure. 
So I, I know you've worked for multiple companies through the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Um, in both singles and tag competition, is there any certain wrestler that you really liked working with? Like you had fun with them, you put out a great match, that like you could work with them anytime, any day, whatever. There's there's two people that I absolutely love working. Uh, first one is James Creed for the simple fact that um, he, it, 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 honestly, it's, it, it, it was anytime I anytime I've wrestled him, I've had a great time. So I mean, there's that. That's kind of like now and stuff like that. And the second one, I guess, is kind of like now too. But another one is again, Bo Anderson. <laughs> You know, I mean, we kicked the shit out of each other in um, in training, and we did it when we did shows and stuff. So um, I would probably say those two are probably my favorite. Um, I would I mean, love to see. I would love to see a Cajun Creed match in the recent fe- in the coming future. I expect one in the next year. <laughs> oh, me and Bo? Oh, yeah, it's going to be a knockout. No, you and Creed. I want to see another match with you and Creed. Oh, oh yeah. Well, there will be. I mean, uh, he's he's champ right now. So I mean. James, I'm sorry, buddy, but you're on my radar. <laughs> if it wasn't for that damn knee, man. You know, that's another freaking thing, man. I mean, that's... Yeesh. <laughs> you know, and I think a lot of people were surprised to see you come back as, as fast as you did. I don't think they were expecting, what was it, we were at four or five months? Not even? Um, it happened in April. Um, and I had my surgery in May. So, what is that? June, July, August, September, October, November, six months. So, <clears throat> didn't the doctor say like about around nine? Six to nine. What he told me, what he told me was, um, basically, he was like, if you want to do anything active again, because at that point, I already told him, like, hey, you know, I wrestle and stuff like that. And I, you know, still play hockey every once in a while, too. So it's like, at that point, I, he, he knew I was physically active. So he was like, if you want to do any of that and stuff like that, if you stick to the personal, you know, the uh, physical training and stuff like that, um, you know, uh, you could potentially be back in six to seven months. But since, like, this is your first time, like, tearing it, and this is your first surgery, like, ever, like, it really was, like, first surgery ever in my life, it was like, there's a good possibility that it'll probably be about, like, more or less nine to ten months. So I was like, God, man, that's going to freaking suck. So I basically, I just went to, you know, a personal physical training and stuff like that. And, you know, I just stuck to what they did and I did it at home. You know, my wife helped me out a lot with that and stuff. And um, finally, when it was time, you know, the doctor was like, hey, you know, your knee looks pretty good. You know, you could probably, you know, get into a little bit more physical activity and stuff. So, I mean, I got uh, I got on the ice skates and stuff. I was skating around. I coached my son's hockey team. So I went out and, you know, skated and, and felt pretty pretty good and um, had another doctor's appointment. And I told him, I was like, hey, you know, I've been ice skating, like, a lot. And my, my knee feels freaking great. And he was like, okay, you know, let's do a couple, you know, tests and stuff. So he had me do, like, squats and stuff like that. So basically stuff that you did at, like, physical training, you know. Um, and he was like, yeah, you probably could wrestle again if you if you wanted to. And I was like, how how soon? He was like, you probably do it right now because you, you look pretty freaking good. I was like, okay, cool. And then that's when I, I was like, I'm back in, you know. And the opportunity came. 
Oh, well, that's good. And it probably helped that it was like your first time having surgery on that knee. There wasn't like any previous damage that had to go over anything. So I'm sure that helped. Well, it, it, I recovered from three different things because when, um, when I tore, when it tore and stuff, um, I not only tore my ACL, I also tore my meniscus. So, um, the doctor, when, when they were setting up like the surgery and stuff, like they were going, going over what they needed to do. And he was like, okay, so, uh, your ACL is completely torn. Like it's, you know, bad. Uh, not, uh, well, yeah, it was bad, but, and you're also, your meniscus is on the wrong side of your knee. And that's why I couldn't put my, my, my leg straight. So he was like, so basically what we're going to do is we're going to move your meniscus back to where it needs to be and stuff. And as far as like your ACL goes, we're going to need to reconstruct your ACL. So we're going to need to take your graft from your hamstring. So they took a graft from my hamstring to reconstruct the ACL. So I'm recovering from th- three things then. I'm recovering from ACL surgery, meniscus surgery, and the graft that was taken from my hamstring. <laughs> so Dang, yeah, that's a lot. It was painful. Like the, like the first couple days after surgery, like I've never been in more pain in my life than, than that. Like it was bad. It, like I, I couldn't walk for two months. Like it was, it was bad. I gained a bunch of weight, <laughs> you know, so it was, it was bad. You're not the only one, buddy. <laughs> you know what though? It, I, I kind of did it myself, honestly, because like when I was sitting on the couch for two months and stuff, couldn't walk, I, I ate, I door dashed almost every day and I drank, <laughs> and, and I drank beer. So I yes. mean, I kind of did it myself, but I'm down, I'm down from where I was. I think when I first started like working out and, you know, walking and stuff like that, I think I was almost. 260 and I'm down to like 240 now so I I want to lose more obviously but yeah was there was there a point in time after when you were recovering that you were scared that you were going to be able to wrestle again um after my surgery and when I first started going to physical therapy because physical therapy and stuff was I mean it wasn't painful but it was hard you know, because um, I, I never went through anything like that before. I never went through a surgery where I, where I needed that. You know what I'm saying? So it was, it was like first when I was on when I was on the crutches and couldn't walk and stuff like that. Obviously, you know, the first thing that pops in your freaking head is like, I'm going to be on crutches forever. I'm never going to be the same. You know, and then finally, once you're off the crutches and you're starting to like gimp around and stuff like that because you're you know taking your first steps in two months. Um. Then, then it's like, okay, I'm walking around, but I still don't think I'm going to be, uh, I still don't think I'm going to be good, good enough to go, you know, because obviously my leg wasn't that straight yet, you know, um, which is kind of my fault because, you know, I was a big baby as far as like, you know, stretching it and stuff like that. But I ended up powering through it and stuff. And then finally, you know, I was able to walk and run and jump and do all that stuff. And then finally I was like, okay, maybe I can do it again. But yeah, there's always that, there's always that doubt in the beginning, you know? Yeah. So you can surprise yourself. I definitely did. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'm kind of jumping all over the place here. (laughs) Um, You're good. So is there one person I know you've said that who you like working with the most and who you've tagged with and everything. Is there one person in the independent scene that you haven't worked with that you would love to work in the future? Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, hands down. Uh, I've seen him work um, even before he went to AEW. Um, 
I've seen him work and stuff like that. If I somehow run across a freaking opportunity to work Brian Pillman Jr., man, that'd be be awesome. But, yeah, as far as independence go and stuff like that, yeah, that is honestly my number one dream match right now. And what about, like, just all-around dream match? Like, if you could pick one person to get in that ring with, who would it be? See, there's not just one person. Yeah, you can't pick just one. That, you can't. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's there's multiple there's multiple people I can name a few off the top of my head. Bret Hart, obviously. Like, if it was if like if if I was where I was now in like 1994. Yeah, so you would want them in their prime. That's what I'm saying. Like, not, like, not today, not today, but like with them in their prime. But that's what I'm saying. If I was my age in 1994, 100 Bret Hart. The other one would be Owen Hart, you know. I mean, uh, obviously back then because Owen's no longer with us, but you know, but yeah, Owen, uh, Bret Hart, Owen Hart. Um, it, I mean, it's still possible nowadays, but I mean, he's still retired. But if I can somehow work it out with getting in the ring with the Undertaker, that'd be awesome. Um, Who wouldn't? Well, yeah, and but as far as like the current roster goes and stuff like that, um, and. Roman Reigns is one. Darby Allen is one. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's so much to many uh, to mention, you know. Yeah, and especially with having so many different companies around now, there's a bunch of different styles. And yeah, 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 the, yeah. There's there's a bunch of styles, you know what I mean? And it, it, it's just like I it, I often wonder. It's like I wonder how my style will clash with someone like. You know, Brian Pillman, the junior style. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, it's like, it's stuff like that that gets me thinking. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, it's like, know. it could go either really good mixing the different kinds, or you can, it could go really good or really bad. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't know unless you try. You know what I'm saying? And Especially I'm, when you throw in Lucha or something. It's like... <laughs> hey, man, I worked for Lucha Libre Total in Chicago for, like, a couple shows and stuff, and I, I did okay there. Those guys are crazy. I'm like... Well, uh, I did okay there, and then I ended up moving to Missouri and stuff, and disappeared for a couple years. So, yeah. You so when you moved, you didn't wrestle at all until you came back to. I did. I I mean, when I first moved, no. But um, after like a year, a year and a half, or whatever, that's when I started going to Harley Race's place. Because I, even now, I probably live probably about. 15 minutes from, you know, Harley Race's place and stuff like that. And I was super fortunate to meet Harley Race before he passed. Um, so yeah, I, I was training there for a little bit. Um, and, uh, that's when I, that's when I messaged, you know, the man himself, Hunter Payne. And I was like, Hey man, <laughs> if you need, if you need any, you know, extra guys, I'm, um, I'm your guy, you know, but yeah, I did, I did a little bit of wrestling here. I, I it wasn't like the whole freaking time, you know, I was living mm-hmm. here. And stuff. It was here and there. I, yeah, I probably took about a year, year and a half. I'm off. sure it had to be kind of intimidating going into a locker room where you don't know anybody. It was, I, you know, but but at but at the same token though, it was just like you know, I kind of felt like how I did when I first had my first match because honestly, when I had my first match, I didn't know anybody except Mike Wendorf. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, other than that, oh, and Steve Boz, obviously, of course. <laughs> but um. But, yeah, I didn't know anybody then either, you know. So it's like you kind of got to jump in with, you know, obviously both feet and stuff like that and make make the best of it. I hear you. Mm-hmm. So pre-match or post-match, do you have, like, 
a ritual, so to say. Not really a ritual, but, like, something that, like, gets you, like, pumped to go out. So, driving driving to wherever I'm wrestling to and stuff, I just blast a bunch of music. Well, I know you got long drives, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. Uh, but, no, drive, driving to, you know, the building and stuff like that, I just blast a whole bunch of music. It doesn't matter what kind, you know, heavy metal, um, classic rock, um, rap, country, it doesn't matter, you know. I'm usually country. <laughs> oh, I love, dude. I grew up on country music. George no, I know, but I'm just, I'm just saying, like, if I want to get pumped or something, heavy metal's the way to go, in my opinion. Like, I'm not saying. Well, I, I, I just don't know how you get pumped to country music. <laughs> I'm a weird guy, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, George. We're all like, a little weird. George, George Strait, favorite country, favorite artist of all time. Doesn't matter what what genre. George Strait is my favorite. Um. But no, like I said, like it doesn't matter what kind of music. Like if I'm feeling it and stuff like that, I'm also a big bass guy, you know. So it's like it, if I'm listening to like the right freaking he- uh, hard rock song, you know, it's you know that's that's what gets me going. And then finally, when I get to the when I get to the building and stuff like that, I stretch, you know, I do whatever I can. And as far as post match goes, I just look for a bottle of water. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, yeah, I just look for a bottle of water and just sit there and, you know. Do you ever, are you, are you, I mean, I know it's probably the case for most wrestlers, but I know for a fact when I was training, I was my own worst critic. Like, I was nitpicky about, like, every little thing that I did wrong. Oh, do yeah. You ever go, I was the same way. Do you ever go back and look at your matches and think, oh, that didn't go the way I wanted it to? Like, oh, oh. It, but But oh. then other people are like, it was fine. You did great. All the time, all the time, and honestly, like I hate watching my matches and stuff for the simple fact that I know that I'm gonna nitpick and something and be like pissed off at myself, and it's like I could have did that better, you know. Um, like there was a, uh, before I got hurt, there was like a drop kick I threw, and like I did not like it at all, and I was like super like pissed off at myself until like the next show where I had to do a drop kick just to prove that I can freaking to myself that I can do it better. You know and that's mean? another thing that a lot of people on the outside don't really understand is how hard training is and how like serious it is. Well, that's like the thing. That's another thing. Like anybody that goes like, "Oh, you know, wrestling's fake." The shit ain't fake because you know you got. I want you to take a bump on that mat. See how your back feels. That's what I. That's what I tell them because like in that ring, like there's probably about that much thick of freaking padding. Like it ain't much. And, you know, under that, you know, you got freaking wooden boards and the ring itself is freaking steel, you know? So it's like anybody that goes like, well, well, you know, it's, it's like a mattress. It's got a spring in it. I'm like, yeah, sure. You go ahead and take a bump in it. Yeah. Feel take free. a bump in it. And get body slammed. Take an elbow. Get a, get chopped. You know, anything. It's not, yeah, it's not. That's what I'm, oh, it's, no, it's not that, but I'm just saying as far as like, you know, taking like a bump on a, in a ring and stuff like that, it's like, okay, take a bump in a ring. And then after you take a bump in the ring, I want you to come up to me, look at me in the face, and tell me that, oh yeah, that was that was nothing because it is. <laughs> and as far as like contact goes too, I mean, there's nothing in there that it, that's, you know, fake. It's real contact. Like taking a chop from Hunter Payne, dude. That it, it, it's one of the one of the painful things in the business. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I remember my first chop from him. It wasn't the greatest thing. Um, my chest is still recovering, but still, <laughs> uh, it was just like it, nothing, nothing in there is fake. It's physical and 
none of that stuff feels good. It also takes, you have to have very good um, memory and footwork is a big, big thing. And that's why I, that's what I struggled with in training was I could understand in my mind how to do it. But when I try to physically do it, it doesn't go the way you're, it's supposed to go. You know no, I mean? that, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like it's, it, 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 it's like, it's like telling a story, you know, I mean, everybody says that all the time, but it, it but it, it, but it's true. It's like telling a story, you know, I mean, you gotta know what you're, you know, you gotta know what you're doing and stuff like that. And you know, if you don't know what you're doing, then the story is going to be absolute garbage. You know, so it's like you gotta know what you're doing in there, and like I said, that's why it's that's why it's called professional wrestling because everybody that's in the ring has been professionally trained. Not yeah. no one can just walk in and just do it. <laughs> yeah, it's not like a, any average Joe that'll walk out of the street like, "Hey, I want to be a wrestler." It's like, okay, grab, get some tights, and we'll throw you in there. They're not, <laughs> gonna, they're not gonna know what to do. Yeah, no, it's there's so much more to it than people even realize. Mm-hmm. One hundred percent. So, like, when you're going into a big match, or you're, you're, not even necessarily a big match, but you say you're going up against someone like Hunter Payne or someone along his size, like, are you kind of in your head? Like, how do you, how are you feeling, like, mentally? Like, do you feel pressure? Or are you just kind of just, like, confident? Anytime I see my name next to Hunter Payne's, I automatically shit my pants. <laughs> um... <laughs> But no, I mean, like, basically, I mean, you kind of want to treat every, like, opponent the same. You yeah. Know? Because... I mean, it, obviously, there kind of has to be, be some kind of, like, obviously, if you're going to wrestle James Creed, your reaction is going to be a little different from wrestling Hunter Payne or Tiny, for that, that matter. Was, that was you know what I mean? <laughs> no, no, yeah, I mean, you got you to gotta approach it differently and stuff like that, but also at the same time, you got to have, like... You gotta have like the same mental. Um, you gotta prepare mentally, you know, almost the same. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, if you want to, if you want to, you know, apples and oranges and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, James Creed and then Hunter Payne. Obviously, that's a different match. James Creed is a little bit shorter than me. Not trying to, you know, crap on you, bud, but he's a little bit shorter than me. Hunter Payne's like eight feet taller than me. So I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> He's taller than me, you know, but not eight feet. You know, you kind of, you kind of gotta, you kind of gotta have a, you know, a different outlook on it. But at the same time, you gotta prepare mentally the same way because, I mean, obviously it's gonna be, it's gonna be a great match. It's gonna be a physical match. It's gonna be everything. You know what I'm saying? So it's, you know, but styles obviously are different, but mm-hmm. it's still gonna be a big match. You know? Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> so. Kind of going back to the thing with Bulletproof. Mm-hmm. So, I know we were talking about an up and down roller coaster with about you guys, right? Yeah. You were a team, you guys split, you were a team, and then the most recent split at Southland Championship Wrestling. So mm-hmm. I wanted to get back into a little bit, like, how did this, like, when you could be, when you came back to Southland, did you expect there to be Bulletproof LLC? Like, how did that become a thing? Like, so, when I came back, I think I came back in, what was it, 20? I felt so bad for you because when you came back to Southland, I felt like you went through, like, four different partners. No one was freaking staying around. You're just like, anybody? Well, that, <laughs> thing, I, I, when, I, when did I come back? I think I came back in, like, 2017 or 2018. 2018, probably. That sounds more realistic. Um, yeah, I came back in 20, uh, 2018 and stuff. Um, yeah, they just threw me in there. Random match. You know, I think, um, 
I think she, I think it was against Sheik and Angus McDuff. I think they were doing like the unholy alliance thing. And, you know, they put me with Max Blaylock. I was like, okay, cool, you know. And, <laughs> I don't even remember that. I guess it was a thing yeah, too. Well, I remember it because, I mean, that was another memorable moment because, you know, I came back, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was just like a random match, you know, and, uh. Yeah, I know you had Andy Black for a little bit. I know you teamed yeah, with Aust- had, the late had, Austin Fury for a little bit. That just kind of got thrown together, honestly. Like, just me and him, you know, because I, that, that. You guys looked the part, though. Well, that's what I'm saying. That year we went, that year I came back, like, I was, I was Adam Cage. Like, I was, you know, um. Did you come back as Kid Twist at first, or were you just Adam Cage straight up? No, I came back as Adam Cage. I, I came back as Adam Cage. I didn't, I kind of grew away from the Kid Twist thing because it was like, okay, like, where I was at in life at that point, it didn't, it didn't register with what Kid Twist was, because when I was Kid Twist, I was a different person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just like when I first became Adam Cage, I was also a different person when I first became Adam Cage as to where I am at now. But at the same time, I'm also the same guy, <laughs> you know, if that makes yeah. sense. You know what I'm saying? You're um, the same, but you're not. <laughs> yeah. So the thing with, the thing different with, attitude. Uh, the thing with, yeah, the thing with, uh, Andy Black, it was just like, okay, um, we're gonna, we're gonna do this, you know, strays thing. And I was like, um, okay. Or, or revolt thing, sorry. Strays was before that. That was, I was still. Yeah, that was another thing. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, sorry, got confused. But, but they were like, okay, we're gonna do the, the revolt thing. And I was like, okay, cool. Let's do the freaking revolt thing. Like, I was looking to make an impact. You know what I'm saying? Because when I came back as Cage, nobody knew who I was. I mean, I looked different, you know, I was a different name. You know, they hadn't seen me in a few years. So, I was like, I'm looking to make a freaking impact. And me and Andy, we went in there and we, we, we honestly tore shit up. Like, people are going to laugh at that. But you know what? It, laugh at it all you want because we actually did tear – we tore it up, you know, because we had people talking. Like, we walked in there with freaking jeans on that were ripped. You know what I'm saying? We walked in there with the freaking bat. We walked in there with the bandanas. We whooped people's ass. I don't give a damn what people say. We whooped ass, you know, and, you know, the, the whatever happened with, uh, you know, Annie Black. That's There's actually thing. one specific match that I remember – when you teamed with Andy Black, I can't remember who his partner was, but I remember there was a match with Rough Crossing. That's actually the show I got hurt when I wrestled. That was, that's, I think that's why I might remember it. So well. that's, another, that's another reason why I shit my pants when I say I'm wrestling Hunter Payne because that, because I got hurt wrestling Hunter Payne. Um, yeah, that was, a, that was another thing. Like he wrestled Rough Crossing. Um, I ended up taking a tombstone, uh, with, <laughs> Which didn't necessarily feel great. Um, yeah, so your knee, your knee was already hurt at that point. Not necessarily because I um, like going into that going into that show, I didn't really have knee problems. You know, um, I, I take that back. I kind of did have knee problems, but it wasn't to the to the effect of oh hey my knee's hurting. You know what I'm saying? Like, it would cramp every now and then, but it wasn't, like, anything. Like, I thought it was just because, oh, hey, I was sitting down too long. You know you know what I mean? But when I did the match with Hunter Payne, you know, I – he got oh, so it was two separate matches. It wasn't a tag match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was okay. Two matches. Andy went out, went out to go face off rough crossing earlier in the night and stuff, and, you know, what happened there happened. And then it was time for me and, me and Hunter Payne, and, you know, I go out there, everything's going good. 
he picks me up for an atomic for a reverse atomic drop, and I did it, and everything felt good. And then he picked me up for another atomic drop, and then that's when my knee just went out. You know, and um, at that point, I didn't know necessarily what was going on because at that point, I was just trying to stand up, and um, I couldn't. You just knew so, something was wrong immediately. Yeah, like at that point, like I just, I just couldn't. So after a while, I just. Yeah, I mean, it was it was probably more or less like two minutes, but it felt like, you know, ten. Um, and after a while, I just stopped trying, and I was just like, whatever. And Andy helped me to the back and stuff, and, like, I couldn't, I couldn't put any, I couldn't put any pressure on it. You know, my wife, my wife came back there, and she wasn't necessarily happy about it and, and all that stuff. But um, going to the hotel that night was not necessarily fun because, um, when I when I try to sleep, I move a lot. So when you're trying to move a lot with a ghetto ass bag of ice that's taped with hockey tape to your knee, it doesn't work very well. <laughs> so the next morning when I woke up and stuff, I um I hobbled out to the car and stuff like that. And surprisingly enough, I was able to drive because it was um it was my right knee, and it was just. It was just bad. It was just it was just a bad situation. But going back to the to the revolt thing, um, yeah, me and Andy tore shit up, and then you know, um, Andy ended up getting in trouble and you know getting fired and stuff like that. Um, and the opportunity came to work with Bulletproof LLC because Bo they, did Bo come to you personally, or was yeah. it like a self end decision? He 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 contacted me and he was and he basically said like, hey. You know, because again, like I said, he knows me and I know him type, type deal. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Personally, um, you know, Bo, like, I, like, again, I've known him as long as I've known you. And Bo was in my wedding. You know, he was a groomsman in my wedding and stuff. And he was like, Hey, we have a spot open for, in Bowl for VLC. Come on in. You know, and I, and I was like, okay, you know, because I, I was still looking to make that freaking impact. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was getting there with the revolt and stuff, but hammer dropped. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, at that point, it's like, okay, I'm looking for the next opportunity to make an impact. And when I joined Bulletproof LLC, I honestly believe I made that. For sure. Now, I, I've always been a fan from the beginning. I've loved the whole thing you guys did, even having Keith in your corner. Like, I just found everything from start to finish. Was oh, great. When we walked out, I mean, some of I mean, some of them cheered us. You know, that's that's how it was. Almost, it was so good that it was almost hard not to cheer. You know what I mean? Like, how could you not? That's what I'm saying. We made we made an impact. We we made an impact. I made an impact. I mean, it was, I mean, obviously not just me, but Bo made an impact too. Like we all did. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if people can come out and be like, okay, hey, yeah, bulletproof LC, they're bad guys and stuff like that. But God, you know. They're they're making their mark, and we did. You know, I I'm still upset to this day that I never got to see a tag title run with you guys. I wish I would have seen that. I think a lot of people would have wished to see that. I'm a little disappointed in that too, but you know. But you know what? I guess everything happens for a reason. That's what I'm saying. The way things (laughs) end and stuff like that, it's probably a good thing that we didn't. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So now you obviously they have this thing with VJ Price now, and you guys have been kind of going back and forth at it. 
You guys wrestled last month. Didn't really go as well as I'm sure you had hoped. Yeah, they kind of they kind of got away with a greasy one there. Um, and, I, and part of that, and honestly, part of that's my fault. You know, what I mean, I I, I kind of got the emotions kind of got the best of me on that one. Um, you know, it just was they they have to cheat to win. That's just. Well, yeah, that's one. Of, uh, you know, that's just one of those things. You know, because you know. I know people like to say a win is a win, but. Yeah, because like I said, you know, BJ Price is going to cut these promos and stuff like that, basically saying, you know, the Bulletproof LLC replaced, you know, a dud with a diamond and all that stuff. It's just, here's the thing. If you can beat me straight up, okay, fine. I I, I can buy into that. You know what I mean? But if you have the little skinny shit, Doug Keast, jump up on the, uh, jump up on the apron to distract me. Again, which is also my fault because I should probably know better than that. And I was getting ready to freaking clobber his ass. You know, it's just you, not to mention I you're, it's don't almost, know where Bo was. Bo's probably out hiding somewhere. Well, he <laughs> found he found out I was back, and then you know he's 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 a chicken shit. He ain't gonna show <laughs> up. But um, I mean, if he shows up at Christmas Bash, I'm like, hey, you know, he knows he knows where I'm at. He knows you know where I'm at in the locker room. He knows that I'm going to be out in the ring and stuff, so come on down, buddy. But um, as far as, like, BJ Price goes and stuff like that, if you're going to cut these promos and basically build yourself up to be, like, something huge and, you know, stuff like that, beat me straight up first. And then when you beat me straight up, then I can buy into it. But but until then, I'm not buying any of this shit. Yeah, I don't think anybody is. If you are, you're kind of... Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. You get an opportunity to join a, a faction that's made its mark and stuff like that. You basically get it freaking handed to you when you haven't done a damn thing. Like I've uh, nothing. I've only had one interaction with VJ Price prior to this, and it was a triple threat match between me, him, and James Creed, and I whooped his ass then. You know. I whooped his ass then, and then he's gonna stand there and say and act like he's done something. He hasn't done jack. You know, I personally think. I mean, maybe you should just stick to singles, man. <laughs> you know, at this point, I mean, I'm I'm all for that. You know, I mean, if if somebody wants, you no, know, it gives you everyone needs their time to shine. You know what I mean? I, it, My thing is, it's just like you know, if somebody wants to come and be be you know be behind me and stuff like that, you know, help me out and stuff like that, I'm I'm all cool with that. That and certain people have a problem sharing the spotlight, so. Well, that's what I'm saying. But it's just like, it's not, my thing is, it's like, okay, I'm cool with you helping me out and stuff like that. But I'm also not going to be the freaking guy that goes like, hey, let's go to dinner together. Let's have a beer together. You know what I'm saying? I'm not that guy. If you want to help me out, cool. I appreciate that. But I'm not going to be your best friend either, you know, because at this point, and I'm not trying to go. You can't get too comfortable because you can't trust anybody in the business anymore. <laughs> well, that's that's what I'm saying. I'm not trying to go mainstream with it because it's always because it already's been done and somebody's already said it and stuff. But don't trust anybody, you know. And that's kind of like where I'm at right now because you know I let my guard down with Bulletproof LLC because you know I felt comfortable and I didn't think any like anything like that would happen. And sure enough, it did. And you know I'm at where I'm at now. So we talked a little bit about the Genesis Championship in your future. So is, would you say that's like a main goal in your in your eyesight right now? I or mean, do, you, do you have a bigger goal, something else you would like to accomplish? 
I mean, obviously, I would love to be, you know, a heavyweight champion and stuff, but, you know, I got to take one thing at a time. You know what I mean? I can't just, you know, especially with me just coming back and stuff like that. I got I got unfinished business to take care of. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to deal with bulletproof LLC and stuff like that. And then after that, then maybe I'll start working into, like, the Genesis or the heavyweight title type thing, you know, but... Like I said, I pre, here's the, here's the other thing with, with James Creed. It's just like, you know, me and him had our, you know, differences and stuff, but he was there when Bulletproof LLC jumped me. You know what I'm saying? And if he's willing to put that aside and stuff like that, I, I could respect that. You know, because I, I wasn't necessarily, I wasn't necessarily the greatest guy around then. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I can, I can put, I can put, I can respect that and, you know, I can appreciate that. But the thing is, it's like he's holding something that I can potentially take from him. So obviously he's on my freaking list. Like, I get it. I respect you and stuff like that. You know, but you're on my list. Same thing with James, uh, same thing with JPH. You know, I got, I never really had a run in with JPH. You know what I'm saying? I can't really. You know, be, you know, bitter towards him because honestly, like, I never really had an interaction with him. But honestly, like, he's on my list because he has something that I want and he has something that I could possibly take. You know, so, I mean, I don't necessarily have set goals, but it's basically one step at a time. I'm dealing with something else right now, and then once I'm done dealing with that, then there's a possibility that I can go after a championship. I would love to see that. And, you know, I'm, I'm not even saying that, like, JPH or James Creed aren't worthy champions, because they are. They're both very great workers. They're great wrestlers. They're talented. But Creed still being so, like, new to the business still was, like, two, three years in. Like, I don't think he's even scratched the surface yet. Of Well, that's that, that's that's the scary part also, because, you know, if, if you're saying that, it's like, okay, he hasn't scratched the surface, which I completely agree with. Imagine what he can do when he does. Yeah. Oh, you know, because, I mean, like I said, he's already he's already champ, you know. He's a, he, he's already champ. Now, give it, give it another year or two. You have a reason to be bitter about it, though, because it's like every time you seem to get a chance at something big, something bad goes your way. Either it's a, someone turns on you, you get injured, you like it's just like there's a bunch of shit going on, and you just kind of get thrown to the side, and then someone else gets the opportunities you, you should have gotten. Well, that's, that's my I'm opinion. I'm not, I'm not saying anything. No, no, just no, my no, opinion. no. I, no, I get it, and honestly, like it, a lot of that is true, honestly, because you know. But you know what? The longer it takes, like the, the the more experience you get, the harder you work, the better you'll be. You know. Here's the thing: we all know, we all know who's, you know, <laughs> we all know who's. Yeah, excuse me. We all know who's, you know. Yeah, keep drinking that bush. It's bush light. I switched to bush light. It's not bush anymore. This is bush. this this podcast is not sponsored by bush light. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. And and you know what? Honestly, I have to restock the fridge and stuff. And you know, I I, I switch off every month, so it's like I can go to the store tomorrow, and then all of a sudden, like, oh hey, you know, um, Coors Light seems good right about now. And you know, but anyway, I don't mind either one. <laughs> all right, but um, no, my thing is, it's just like getting certain opportunities and stuff like that. It, I hate to freaking say it and stuff, but. I don't kiss ass. You know, you know what I mean. I'm not. I, I, 
don't get me wrong. There's there's guys there's guys around and stuff like that right now that do not you know they they deserve everything they got you know mm-hmm. but there's but there's certain people that lick a lot of ass that get opportunities that they don't necessarily need or deserve in that in that in that aspect. I've been around I've been back for how many years almost three years now so. The most opportunity I had was at the tag titles. Not that I'm shitting on the tag titles, but the last time I had a tag team title match was two years ago. So, which means the last time I had a, ta- a, a title match. Didn't you have a um, Genesis title match? Was it Sheik or something you had a match with? Or was it Jake? I don't remember yeah, who it was. That was before the uh, the title match, uh, the tag title match, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So, even so, it's been like, it's been two years. You know, yeah. So it's like I mean, I got I got my shot, but ever since then, what what have I what have I gotten? You know what I'm saying? I mean, like I said, I'm happy where I'm at and stuff. I'm happy that I'm back. I'm happy that I'm doing. But obviously, I want a piece of the piece of the cake too. Obviously, and you know, you could you could, every everyone can see your dedication. I mean, you freaking drive from Missouri to go to an indie show every month. You know what I mean? <laughs> You know what? That's that's the other thing too. Like, I appreciate everybody that's you know messaged me like after my surgery and stuff, and you know checking in on me, and then after you know my my son was born um, last month and stuff like that. I appreciate everything like that. So it's like that that type of stuff and that type of support keeps me going. You know what I mean? So I I totally appreciate every everybody's you know support and and stuff like that. And that that's. The one of the main reasons why I do what I do. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's, it's just about your passion and your dedication. It's not even necessarily the outcome most of the time. Like, yeah, yeah having the outcome and getting a little bit of a reward, there's nothing wrong with that, but it, it's it's all your love for it, you know? Sure, yeah, yeah. Yep, uh, I 100%, yep. So we talked, we've talked about you know, the the ups and downs of indie, the indies and the, the locker room, like the training, the working and everything. So, like, what would you say is the biggest challenge overall being a professional wrestler? Like, if you can understand what I'm saying. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, there's, um, I mean, the pain and suffering and the blood, sweat and tears that you, that, you know, that you endure and stuff like that, um, I mean, it's tough then, you know, because, I mean, you go through a lot of pain, you know. And there's and, a lot of people that quit after a few weeks, and they're like, yeah, I'm not well, up that, to I know, but, it, 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 but if you do it for, you know, for example, as long as I have eight and a half years or somebody that's done it for 15 or somebody that's done it for 30, you know, um, it takes a toll. It, it takes a toll on your body. You know what I mean? So it's like staying away from like, you know, pain pills and stuff like that. That's also a challenge. You know, um, that's not something to be, you know, wanting to get into. You know what I mean? So it's like staying away from that type of stuff. I mean, that's, that's a challenge. Um, uh, the road is a challenge. You know, travel's a challenge. Um, you know, um, the, it, being recognized and stuff like that, as far as and, and being married in the business and stuff like that too, is a challenge because I mean you're gonna you're gonna run into somebody that doesn't care, 
You, you know what I mean? And it's going it, to, it, for, for me, it's not because all I got to say is like, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm married. You know what I mean? But, but for some people, the temptation is real and I've seen it. You know what I mean? So that's, that's also, a, a, you know, a tough challenge. You know, it's, there's a lot, you know what I mean? It, it, it's tough to actually pinpoint what the toughest one is, you know, especially, especially for me, but, but there's there's a lot of stuff that you know that that's tough, you know. Yeah, you're you're like probably the one of the most go with the flow guys I've ever met. So <laughs> you know what the thing is, it's like <laughs> I'm not always like that. You know what I mean? Like there's days where I'm tired and don't want to deal with anybody. I mean, not not to say that I'm an asshole or anything like that, but yeah, I think everybody has those days, you know. But during the revolt days and stuff, personally. I was in a dark spot personally when I was in revolt, not because of like the business or anything, but personally I was, I was in a dark spot. So it's like, um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad where I'm at now. I'm a different person than I, what I was then, you know? And yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm me, <laughs> you know, I, I go with it, you know? Yeah. So just stepping away, just, uh, from wrestling just for a second. Um, yeah. What do you have any other things that you like to do? Any hobbies or anything outside of wrestling that you like to do? Uh, no. Drink, <laughs> sit at the bar, watch hockey, no. baseball. <laughs> I, I I enjoy a beer too every now and then. Um, no, I I I coach my son's hockey team. That's that's pretty fun. Um, I like doing that. You know, I, I obviously yes, I I'm a big hockey fan. Obviously, I mean. You can tell by the, you know, the stuff I have hanging up. I mean, we're inside, we're in, inside my garage bar that I built and stuff. And like everything, like over there is like the championship banners. I got a Bears flag over here. You know, I got, I got a bunch of stuff. So I'm a big sports guy. So like I, wa- I watch a lot of sports. Um, I do play video games. I try to play video games, you know, whenever I can and stuff. I mean, having kids and being married and stuff like that, it's kind of tough. But when I, when I can, I do play video games. Um, um, I also love music, you know, like I, I try to make, um, I try to make my own music and stuff and, uh, were you in a band in the past? Just to bring that up for a second. Yeah, I was, I was in a, I was in a band, uh, I was a singer. Um, I was in the band, I was in a band for a few, a couple years. I, I started, that started, I think junior year of high school. Um, and I think that ended probably, I don't know. I was like maybe, yeah, I think I was probably about 19 when that, when that, stopped um yeah so like i said i like i like a lot of things you know i i I like hunting too you know that's that's another thing i like doing so um i got plenty of things to keep busy and obviously above that i love being you know a dad you know so you know with my three little hoodlums (laughs) yeah those those are things that you know i enjoy and i like doing and stuff so everything's everything's good here you know that's great glad to hear it yeah. I'm excited for January. If you know, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jan- what is it? I think that's January... 28th or 29th? Uh, 28th? Oh. 27th? No, 28th. No, no. Uh, it's a Saturday, isn't it? Yeah, it's a Saturday. It's the 28th, I think. It is a Saturday. I think that's the 29th, though. I don't know. I don't care. We're going to the Rumble, then. We're going to the Royal Rumble. I gotta look at the I gotta look at the calendar. I'm not I'm, I'm not so excited. 
I'm not giving dates. Oh, I'm excited too. Like, I'm, I'm so excited. Like, I'm super excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> Royal yeah. Rumble is like the one pay-per-view I was on my bucket list. I'm like, I have to go to a Royal Rumble. You just gotta bring your ass down and stuff. I mean, dude, the dome, I mean, the dome itself, I mean, that's freaking, you know, huge. Like, I've been to the dome for concerts and I've been to the dome for like monster truck things with my son and, and all that. It's huge. You know, and it, it, like every time, like every time I'm in there, I'm like, dude, like, this would be a great freaking stadium for like a big show, you know what I mean? So it's like, I'm glad I have you down in Missouri. I have connections because nothing's coming up to Illinois. There ain't nothing big enough in Illinois to freaking run anything out of anymore. I mean, if they run United Center, I mean, I mean, United Center is bigger than uh, Rosemont. All state, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I still call it Rosemont. See, I'm well, actually, I'm that old Chicago, you know, guy. It's the same thing, right? It is the same thing, but uh, but the thing is, it's like, uh, yeah, they when did they switch names? They switched names of like two thousand something, but yeah, it used to be called Rosemont Horizon, and then you know I still call um, Guaranteed Great Field. I still call it Comiskey because when they first opened it was Comiskey, so I still call it Comiskey. I still call it Sox Park. You know what I mean? So you know, I'm just that old Chicago guy living in St. Louis. <laughs> you know, I wonder how many people drive past your garage and think, <sighs> "Oh man, I've had I've had a couple people walk past my garage and be like, hey man, you really from Chicago?'" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not I'm not that you know jagoff from Missouri that doesn't like any of bandwagon fan." <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, no, I was born and raised in Chicago. I lived in Chicago until I was 19. You know, so it was like. Um, one guy actually did walk past here and he was a White Sox fan. And I was like, dude, come over and watch the White Sox one of these days. You know, I mean, obviously you can't watch them now because it's winter time, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one word to describe Adam Cage. Or two. I'll give you two. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say asshole. No. Um, <laughs> no, um, Right now, I would probably say hungry. I would probably say hungry because, you know, none of them back and stuff like that. I, I've been wrestling since I was 18, you know, and I'm, I'm 26 now and I haven't held that, I haven't held a championship yet, you know, so it's like at this point, it's like I'm more hungry than ever to actually like achieve that. You know, I'm, I'm achieve, I'm hungry to achieve the, you know, exposure and the recognition for what I do in the ring, you know, um, uh, I, you know, like I said, I mean, I'm, I'm more hungry than ever than I've ever been. You know, this, this goes back to even when I first started, you know, I was passionate about, you know, wrestling in the beginning and stuff like that, but I don't think I had that drive when I first started as I do now, you know, because I mean, we're, we're balls deep in this now, you know what I mean? So it's like, uh, people know me, you know, they, they know who I am now, you know, it's like, I want to, I want to accomplish stuff so that people that invest, that have invested in, in Adam Cage and stuff like that can be like, Oh, Hey, that I supported that guy from day one. I'm proud of that guy. You know what I mean? Cause that, cause that's another thing. Like, like, I don't once you're in it and you don't have too many supporters and stuff like that, when it when it comes to you know achieving your dreams and stuff like that, any support that you get, you appreciate. 
and you want to, and you want to, you know, prove that, hey, them supporting me, they were right about me. You know what I mean? It, it, it's just, it's, it's weird. It's just like, there's I always, there's always I want, something I want that people proud. see in you that you don't see in yourself. That's what I'm saying. You know, it's like people, it, that, yeah, that's another thing too. It's like people want to, you know, people see things like, hey man, you're awesome. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's just like, I don't view myself as awesome. You know what I'm saying? I view myself as a person that's trying to still make a name for himself and still trying to climb that freaking ladder. You know, whereas like it, it it happened it happened last month when I when I came back and stuff like that. It, like somebody came up to me and they were like, "I'm so glad that you're back." You know, like you're awesome. You're like you're one of my favorites and stuff. And it's just like it, 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 in my head, it's like obviously physically, I'm like, "Thank you." You know what I mean? But in my head, it's just like, "Why?" You know, because I feel like I haven't gotten there yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just say I'm so proud of you because. I've, I've obviously, I've been watching you since you started, yeah. and, like, when you came to Southland, the fans' reaction to your first day back, to basically being crickets, and then having the most recent return after your injury, and have the roof blown off your bands. I was like, like oh, yeah, that's, that's crazy. A, that Yeah, that's, that's another thing, you know, it's like walking out there as Kid Twist and stuff like that, you know, nobody really, like, yeah. Whatever's fucking. Who's this kid? You know, you know, and then you know, coming back, you know, last month and stuff like that, where you know, I probably received the biggest ovation I've ever received ever. You know, what I'm saying it's just, it's awesome. You know, like it, it like it gave, it honestly gave me goosebumps just now talking about it. Like, like well, even watching it back, it was just, it was surreal. You know, just to think like, hey, you know, they know who you are. They want you here, and they care, <laughs> you know, whereas where it was like Kid Twist, it was like, okay, nobody knows who this guy is. <laughs> who cares? Okay, oh, uh, he lost. All right, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, yeah. And, 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 and I, let me say real quick, too, that's another thing that I am super appreciative towards Southland for is giving me a chance to come back, you know what I mean? Because anywhere else that I went, didn't really want to give me the time of day. Didn't really care. It was just like, okay, guy's just taking space up on the freaking card. He lost. Big deal. We're not going to freaking pay him. Nobody cares. Coming back to Southland and stuff like that, man, I mean, this this last whole, whole freaking run, like where it was by myself with the Revolve, with Bulletproof LLC, till now. You know, it's been super fun. I, I'm enjoying myself. I, you know, love coming to the shows. I love doing high voltage, which you should check out on YouTube. Just we're gonna that. get to that in one second. One yeah, second. yeah. Um, but uh, I just wanted to say something really quick. If yeah. you want to support Adam Cage, or you want to support JFW, you can go to tpublic.com, search JFW, or search is it Adam Cage? Yeah. Adam Cage. You can get merch there, not just shirts, but for us, you can get basically anything if you search it. So go to T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C.com and search JFW. And also check out Adam Cage's gear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're 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 there. I mean, we have plenty of stock. <laughs> and if you want... If, yeah, I have a box in my trunk. Uh, yeah. I was just about to say that I have a box, and I just remembered that... You, you had, left it. Yeah. I, I did leave it. <laughs> but, I had, but hey, but you know what, though? I had, I had a freaking drive. <laughs> 
know? You had other priorities. You had a baby, too. And, so. and I also wanted to not be the freaking guy that was like, okay, I have to leave and freaking drive back to Missouri. I'm taking all my merch so you can't buy it. You know, like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I, you know, go, go to Pro Wrestling Tees, you know, go wherever, you know, you can get my, you know, shirts. Um, I have four of them up, uh, whichever one's your favorite and stuff. Oh, is it, is it Pro Wrestling Tees? I thought you were on T Public too. My bad. No, no, I'm on Pro Wrestling Tees. Um, I probably should get on T Public though. So, my apologies. Don't search no, no, Adam no, Page on uh, T Public. Go to search Adam Page on Pro Wrestling Tees, but I'm not sponsoring No, no, you're, I mean, you're, <laughs> no, you're good. I mean, I, Honestly, you can even personal message me and stuff, and I I honestly can send you a shirt, even. Um, and if you're ever no. interested in watching matches, Southland post matches from all the time, every week, right? We try. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the power outage down here last week with that tornado and stuff like that kind of put a wrench in the plans, but yeah, normally it's every week. But yeah, uh, Southland Championship Wrestling on the YouTube channel, uh, um, our... <clears throat> Let me say that again. South <laughs> uh, Wrestling YouTube channel. Please subscribe to it. Go view the matches and stuff. Um, this Friday, we're putting out the high voltage um, show. Um, yeah, I, I, it mo- uh, if if weather is good and if my schedule's not too crazy and stuff like that, we put out um, we put out videos every week and stuff. But this Friday, definitely, no matter what, I don't care if it's you know my house blew down. <laughs> I'm gonna go that far. Voltage will be on the YouTube channel on Friday. So kind of getting into high voltage now. I don't know. Um, it the last episode did not get released yet, right? No, no. That I'm, I'm honestly, I'm still working on it. I'm so, working. but pictures from the show have been posted. So I think a lot of people have kind of seen what happened at the end of the show with a certain mm-hmm. company mm-hmm. that I don't like to name, but kind of have to. Pow. You know what? You say pow, and I automatically think like, dun, 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 yeah. boom, clap, boom. <laughs> yeah, go on. Um, what the hell, man? What is going on? Like, I don't even know how this shit started. <laughs> I just, right. like, look on Facebook one day, I'm like. Let me say this. Twelve shots to the back with a freaking crutch. My back is killing me right now. I'm sure it is. And and here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm going to put this out there, and I know Travis, he's the, you know, GM for, you know, uh, high voltage and stuff like that. But I'm going to put this out here right now. And I'm sure he'll let let me do it because, you know, he loves me. He loves James Creed, you know. know, So he'll let us do it. Um, Come back to high voltage, pal. And... Catch us when catch us when we're ready. You you know. That's what I'm saying. Like okay, like I'm not trying roll, to. Down. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You roll 15 guys deep when into in a lot, training center. Into a training center with uh, when. Uh, not even a quarter of the roster. Well, yeah, like not even a quarter of the roster. At, like the the remaining roster, if you exclude a couple of the guys, are rookies. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you walk in, look like a bunch of schmucks. I think I yeah. told you, I was like, dude, they look like some random dude off the street and, that put a pow shirt on. You invade an eight-year-old's birthday party. Here's the thing, man. If you want to make a, if you want to make a statement, don't do it at a freaking training center or at a birthday party. Come to the freaking pay per view where we have guys. I mean, we have a freaking show coming out next weekend, so yeah. 
when we have guys like Hunter Payne there, we have guys like, um, uh, what's his name? Sean Mulligan, uh, Max Holiday. Sean yes, Mulligan, Max Holiday, Ivan Manson. Come, uh, come when we have all them there. Okay? Because you know what? You're 15 guys against what? What was it? Our six guys? Yeah, that's a fair match, guys. That's a fair match. I hope you're proud of yourself, guys. With, with, with your You've accomplished with, so much. With, with your crutches, with your bat. Use your fists. Stop being a puss. And you know what? Know. And you know what? Saying that you know they're not going to show up Saturday. They're they're going to have the balls to you show know up they Saturday. They probably won't. They probably won't. And if they do, guess what? We're ready for you. And if you try to sneak behind us and stuff, you're probably going to kick my ass for everything I freaking said. But guess what? I'll even say it afterwards. You guys are pusses. Fight with your fists. Fight when our roster's there. Don't beat up on the rookies. Just yeah, I don't know what they were trying to prove. I really don't. That's what I'm saying. You're trying to prove something. Prove it when the when hey, the minus, there. We minus showed up. You? Hey, hold on a second. Let me let me let me make this real clear too. We showed up when you guys were there, your whole roster, and we whooped all your asses. And you can't even show up to our pay per view. That speaks volumes. Now besides you, JPH and Creed and Creed. That was basically like everyone else. That was, was, the, was, that was the only three people that weren't rookies. Everybody else were rookies. And you know what? Hey. Let me, uh, you want, no, Chris Ward was there too. Yeah, Chris, oh yeah, Chris was there too. Chris, uh, yeah, yeah, Chris. I, was there, I wasn't actually there, but I saw the picture, so. Yeah, Chris St. Michael was there too. But here's the thing. They just wrestled a 20 minute match. Okay? And you know what? The first two people in that ring were me and James Creed after they got jumped. James Creed was first, but then I followed briskly after him. But still. And you guys had weapons too, man. That, that's what I'm saying. It's just, you know. So here's the thing. I'm, I don't know in detail what the whole thing with POW is. First of all, nobody tells me nothing anymore. But I know Southland does not do anything for not, without having a good reason behind it. So I'm sure there's a great reason behind it. I know POW is the longest reigning company in the Midwest or whatever. Like, I don't know. I don't know. But like, it's just been a back and forth thing. It's kind of like a war going on now. And I'm just, like, I'm trying to follow it, and I'm just, like... I don't understand it either, and from what I understand, they came at us. So, like, I don't I don't necessarily know we just, what... We just threw the first is. shots. Yeah, it's, like, I don't I don't necessarily know what their problem is, but, you know, they they have a problem, and we're willing to address it. That, that, that's just... That, I mean, that's from the whole roster. I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure the whole roster would agree with me saying that we're willing to address it, but... They need to show up to our pay-per-view first to for us to address it, not a training center. You know what I mean? So you know, come at guys like come at guys like uh, Ivan Manson, Sean Mulligan, Max Holiday. Come at come at guys like the uh, like that, you know, and see what happens. Because I guarantee you, it won't be the same outcome. Yeah, it's just it blows my mind. Like, I don't, I don't like. And like I said, they can come to high voltage again. And you know what? We'll put them in matches. We'll put them in matches. Bring it. We don't care. Do it. We're waiting for you. We were prepared last month. They never showed. So. No, they no, they didn't. That's that's what I'm saying. If we invade, if we invade your show with your roster there, and we kick your roster's ass, and you don't have the you don't have the balls to show up to our pay per view last month, but you show up to our training center. Good job, guys. 
Sorry, my Band-Aid. Yeah. Oh, you're all good. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested to see where this, this whole little feud thing goes. I mean, I wouldn't call it little. It's kind of big, but yeah. I'm excited to see. I mean, not only that, but it'll be new faces, new talent, too. So... Yeah, that's the that's the upside. You know what I mean? I mean, we'll we'll get new guys in there, and we'll get new like, fresh faces and stuff. I mean, they're gonna get their ass kicked, but I mean, still, it's it's still fresh faces, and I mean, it'd, it'd be good for the product. You know, that's that's the one thing I actually take away from that is like we'll have new people. Yeah, it'll be good in the long run. Hopefully, I just hope it doesn't get too crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> We don't need we don't need anyone else getting put out. We don't need anyone else. No, no, no more. (laughs) Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, no, we don't need. So there's been so much drama and crap for the past couple years, and like especially like before the COVID thing started, and it's just can we just oh wrestling is wrestling. It's just let's just enjoy it. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's. like I said, I mean, I'm, my thing is, is like, I'm just go, like you said, like, I'm like the most go, go with the flow guy that there is. And basically that's, that's what I'm doing. Like, I'm just going, going with the flow and whatever happens, happens. Like I'm, I'm prepared for it, you know? And just one more question for you before we, oh, I didn't realize what time it was. I apologize. No, um, not, man, you're good. I mean, <laughs> um, what advice would you give to, Someone who wants to be a pro wrestler, someone that had shared the same dream as you. Ooh, man. Honestly. Don't quit. Don't quit. And I should, I should preach what I, I should take my own advice. No, but I'm, uh, but I'm saying like, don't quit and don't expect things to be handed to you. Cause that was like the worst thing that I, that I ever did was expect things to be handed to me because. I'm not trying to interrupt you here, but like, it just seems to be like the mo- most of the time, the people that get the stuff handed to them, they don't really realize it and they're not even nearly as good as they think they are. Well, that's what, that's another thing too. Like that I'm grateful for because nothing was handed to me. Like I'm super. You worked for what you got. I, yes. And like I said, I hate the fact that I went into the, went into the business expecting like handouts and stuff like that. Because honestly, like my first year in the business, I thought I should have held a title then. And I was nowhere near ready for that. You know, so it's like, don't quit. Don't expect things to be handed to you. Work for what you get because if you work hard and you train hard and stuff like that, stuff will start coming to you. You know what I mean? Like, for, for example, JPH, you know what I mean? He's, He's world champion now. When I came in, he wasn't champion at all. You know what I mean? And I seen him. He work. he fought his ass off for that. That's what I'm saying. I seen him work. I've seen him train and stuff. So it's you know he earned he earns his spot. You know I mean he's a natural talent man. It, yeah, absolutely that's amazing. Just keep your just keep your nose keep your nose keep, <laughs> keep, keep, keep your brown noser. Yeah, keep working, keep working, keep, you know, doing your thing and stuff like that, and keep working hard, because, again, like I said, once you work hard and stuff, everything that you want, you'll get, and that's that's it, basically, you know, just keep working. I believe in you. Your time will come, too. I'm hoping. I'm hoping, man. I, I know like, it will. Like, the train, the train is running, you know, and it's just, whew. Now, you haven't, you're, you're, you're 26, you're, you're. 
you're at your peak right now. I'm 26, and I feel like I'm about 76. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mainly, mainly because my back feels like hamburger after that pow incident. But um, other than that, um, yeah, I mean, like like I said, I, I'm hoping to come soon. Uh, but but again, uh, you know, I'm taking one thing at a time. I got one thing in front of me right now. That's Bulletproof LLC, and I'm gonna deal with that. Okay. Well, we look forward to seeing you next week at Southland's Christmas Bash. Um, excited to see if Bulletproof shows up. Bo shows up, for that matter. Hey, you know, if he shows up, I'll be I'll be happy to I'll be happy to challenge him. <laughs> <laughs> If he if he's if he's if he's up for it, that's if he shows up. You know? Yeah, if it's a big if. Well, because he's chicken shit. You know, he's always been he's always been one. So we'll see what happens. I mean, if he does, he does. If he doesn't, then I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be either. I don't think anybody would. <laughs> but you know, Keith will be there, sticking his nose in places that don't belong. Not wait till I get my damn hands on him. But you know, that's another. He's lucky he's fast. <laughs> he's fast. I mean, did you see how fast he ran out of the building when I got my head shaved? Mm-hmm. He was gone like I'm like <laughs> he was fast. Man, he ought to try out for a freaking football team, but you know. Right, back. Well, we are running out of time, so I apologize about that. I didn't realize how long we were going, but you know, time flies when you're having fun, I guess. And <laughs> I have fun. Um, I definitely had fun. Uh, you guys listening? Uh, if you guys follow Southland at all, or any of the other independent. Uh, companies around the area. If you have anyone you would like to have JFW interview, any ideas who you'd like to hear from, hear their story, and what they've gone through in the business, please reach out to us. Message us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, anything like that. Please give us your feedback. Um, we would love to hear from you. Um, follow us on all social media as well. We're at YouTube. Southland Championship Wrestling on YouTube and also Just Freaking Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um. Thank you so much for talking with me. And I even learned a few things about you that I didn't even know before, and I've known you for nine years. <laughs> hey, you know, you think you know a guy, no. No, no I, appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate you guys having me on and stuff. Like, this was super fun, and hopefully we can do it again. Yeah, and it's good to have the fans kind of see a side of you that they don't really get to know their true story, you know. It's not like we're on WWE where they have documentaries released, you know. <laughs> well, you never know. Southland might come out with some documentaries, too. I mean, they won't be as long, but, I mean. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we might, we might come out with something, so stay tuned with that. That might be a new project, but you know. Yes, and, yeah. and make sure to keep an eye out for High Voltage being released on the YouTube channel as well for Southland. Yes, that'll be this Friday. Um, uh, I think it'll probably be about 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock, either one. I don't know. One All right, so High Voltage way, Friday. It, yeah, it'll be Friday, most definitely. So, um, but yeah, thanks for having me on and stuff like that. I appreciate it. Um, again, hopefully we could do it soon. Like it was, this was. Yes. Awesome. Hopefully next time I talk to you in an interview, you'll be holding some gold. <laughs> awesome. I mean, I got um, those if you want me to go grab one. Real quick. <laughs> I'm sure I can find some around here too. Uh, yeah. But thank you again, Adam. We will see you on Saturday at Christmas bash and we'll see you on high voltage and then at Christmas bash as well. And we're excited to see what the new year brings for you and all of Southland. Um, thank you, and we will see you guys next time, all right? See ya.